0: Live. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, I am one of your co-hosts. Blake Raffino alongside me is my co-host, Joe Daly on good evening. Good sir. Dude, I don't know what it is,
1: but this has to be one of the craziest Januaries like in college football history. And I I know that I think in the world, it, it might be the craziest January in world history. I mean, that is true. There's been a lot of other things outside of the college football world that have been nuts, but you you are you are correct there. Um but in terms of college football, I know that. You know the transfer portal and NIL are all new, and that's this is only going to really have happened in the past three, four, five years. But holy shit, how have we made it this far into the off season, and we consistently have banger of topics to go over? Which today might be one of the bigger shows that we've done with the with the amount of things we're going to get to.
0: Yeah, in the middle of an NFL playoff too, with Buffalo uh, 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 just uh, holding uh, Kansas City to a field goal, so. I mean, look, it's going to be a good show. We got lots to talk about, but nobody is on a hotter streak. It might be frigid cold outside, but nobody hotter right now than the Ohio State Buckeyes. What about this, Joe? What about Ryan Day and his just for men beard going out there shoving Kalen DeBoer in a locker? And, might I add, putting Kirby Smart in a locker. This move was so... Unbelievably
1: unexpected. I was I was at the gym this morning and I was listening to uh the I listened to the 247 Sports College Football Recruiting Show, great show, just to kind of get caught up with the recruiting stuff. And they were talking about the portal. It came out on Friday before he committed, and they spent 20 minutes talking about how much this is gonna mean for Georgia and how crazy it is uh-huh. that they're gonna have an opportunity to get. And I'm just listening to this, I'm like, this is nuts. That everybody, even the insiders, we thought this, everybody on Twitter thought this when the news broke, that Caleb Downs was going to stay and go home to the state that he grew up in and he was going to reunite with his DB coach and play for the Georgia Bulldogs. And we even talked about it, how massive it would be. This was completely out of nowhere. No one thought that this was going to happen. That's how crazy this is.
0: Yeah, very crazy indeed look we'll talk about it we'll talk about Julian Sane also committing to Ohio State what does that mean for a guy like Aaron Nolan who by the way has the best name for a quarterback in quarterbacking history okay even though you know i i, I at least for me it um 100% shows that um you have a a guy who and a in a, a team that I don't want to say Joe feels desperate but look there's some desperation out there like wanting to win now so good on Ohio State we'll talk about that uh Kalen Proctor Cain Proctor going back home to Iowa yep um tampering much
1: okay he's reaching out to a kid and 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 giving him some words of encouragement. After you, you develop yes, a relationship yes, with him? Actually,
0: yes. In the rule book, okay, you cannot contact that kid. You got, let me tell you, uh, it is tip of the iceberg epic that you got Iowa, who can't even get an offensive coordinator, by the way, can't even get somebody to go go over there and be their OC. They're tampering with Proctor. Proctor. I don't and really think you know it's tampering. Even, you know what's even better? He's admitting it. He admitted it.
1: Well, because okay, he admits it because one no punishment will get handed down and two, it's not on the on the scale of of tampering. It's not that high up on the scale of tampering. The the furthest end huh? of the scale, the furthest end of the scale is offering a kid money before he enters the portal, which has happened a lot, and I know plenty of examples of where it has happened. Just saying to a kid, giving him some words of encouragement, why is that tampering? Are you really what are you raising your hand for? You mean the way that Notre Dame did with Sam Hartman and Riley Leonard? Riley Leonard initiated and did all of that on his
0: own. It's not Wait tampering. Minute. Wait a minute, Riley Leonard got paid from a Notre Dame NIL on his own. Riley
1: Leonard inquired about going to Notre Dame on his own. It was all his own doing. He talked to Sam Hartman because he was interested in doing that. There was literally pictures of him talking to him after the goddamn game. Because he had an interest in doing it.
0: You you can't really use the Lord's name in vain when talking Notre Dame. Yes I can. You say that all the time. Not when I talk Notre Dame. No, no, no. I'm saying you every talk- time I talk about Notre Dame secretly in my mind, I go in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. You just
1: don't want me to be right. That's why. No,
0: you're not right. They're still tampering. It's not. You tampered with quarterbacks because Marcus Freeman cannot get a quarterback. Offensively, they suck.
1: <laughs> We're not doing that today. We're not doing this today. We're not not letting you. Notre Dame was not on the on the on the topic docket. We're not doing it. I'm not going to let you do it. We're not going to talk about it. I mean, neither was tampering, but here we are. Uh, well, I'm sure that we're going to end up spending a lot of time talking about it with Caden Prop. Maybe that's the angle we take. I didn't think that that was going to be I'm the I'm not way.
0: really was- going to spend a lot of time on it, yeah. really. But I do think it's something, Joe. Honestly, though, I think it's something that we have to bring up. Like, I, I don't think it's something that we can just ignore. You know, like, I. Yeah. I- I- how crazy let me just say this i was you know and just playing around with that but let me let me just say this though okay i don't think that this can be ignored like in in all seriousness this has no bit i don't care that everybody says oh well it's iowa Uh, uh, oh okay uh, okay i don't think that's the issue though i don't think it's because
1: it's they're saying oh it's iowa iowa they don't do this often i don't think that's the issue it's no, there was no arrangement, there was no communication on getting him to transfer. He made the decision to transfer because they had a really good relationship with him before he committed and then maintained that relationship. I I just think that the concept of tampering is stupid and the only way to avoid you can't expect teams not to do it until there are strict guidelines of if you commit to go play for a school, you can't leave for a certain period of time.
0: We'll see. We'll see. That's not all we got to talk about. I will, Joe, I know we talked about it, but because I'm seeing this on social media, we might talk a little bit of DJ Jerkin. We'll probably talk about it a little bit more tomorrow, who is emerging as the next Auburn uh, defensive coordinator. But lots and lots to discuss. We'll touch on that uh, as well. Ohio State building a big one. But, Joe, a good thing here. Noah Fafita and McMillan staying home in Arizona. Your thoughts really quickly before we get to that a little bit later.
1: Yeah. um, Unexpected, but also great for Arizona. And I tweeted this out selfishly. I kind of would have loved to have seen them go to a team that was in a little bit more of a contending position. All the guys that they lost outside of the two of these guys is going to hurt what they're able to do in the big 12 this upcoming year, but it's great for them. These are two very talented young football players that went to high school together that have a really good relationship that want to finish things strong here for Arizona. So it's it's great. It's great to see for once, two kids decide not to just take the money and run.
0: Yeah, very true. And, and look, we'll we'll we're going to talk to the SEC, Big Ten here in a, in, in a minute. I think we're, we'll talk about that from a whole scale perspective because of what Ohio State just did. Okay, uh, and what they're doing. All right, so we'll, we'll we'll touch on that. Is there a little shift there? Now, I don't. This I'm. Gonna, you know, calm your calm yourselves a little bit, but. I'm not gonna let Julian saying and downs get me to a place where I'm like, oh, the SEC doesn't rain, right? But I think it's something that we need we need to talk about, nevertheless, because you have two guys that would be premier in the league uh, that would be be would stay or be in the SEC. So we'll touch on it. All right, lots and lots to discuss. Everybody, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages wherever you're listening, watching. YouTube do us a favor like subscribe and notification bell wherever you're listening to podcasts rate review and subscribe if you're watching us on caffeine Joe 2800 people live with us right now on caffeine so good to see all of you uh in <laughs> our, our new streaming platform caffeine uh do us a favor hit the like and share if you're there I don't really know how all that works but if you can like yeah. you can share. Uh, do us a favor. Don't forget to follow there uh, as well. Let's go talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag very quickly. we got lots to discuss. We do that next. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contest, events, with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, eSports and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting, props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 that's BELIEVE50 B L E A V 50 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. We're back. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Joe, over the weekend or week, Ohio State pulled off two moves that some that I, I'm just going to be honest, probably shook the college football world. So as a whole, at first, I want to talk about Ohio State, what they're doing, and then talk about Downs and Sane and both of those young men leaving the SEC and going to Ohio State. Your thoughts on what Ohio State is building, because this isn't the first one. Also, if people forget, Quinshon Juckins and Will Howard also made their way to Ohio State. Joe, I, I got to admit, you asked me a question. or We talked about this and did a segment on this. In reference to, is Michigan now taking over the Big Ten? Ryan Day said, hold your horses, cuz. Because Mm. here come the Buckeyes. Man, what a weekend. What a last couple of weeks for them uh, through the portal and the additions that they've made.
1: Amazing moves. And it's crazy to think that three or so weeks ago, they were nowhere near in this position. They hadn't gotten the commitments of the guys that were going to be returning. They didn't really have any massive moves in the transfer portal. If anything, they had a lot of guys leave. And then on top of all of this, they didn't have a quarterback. They didn't have their quarterback situation figured out, which was even crazier. There was speculation that Devin Brown might end up being the guy going into next season. All of that has changed, not only in a positive direction, but at a ridiculous rate. Mm-hmm. They went and added the best running back available in the portal to now have the best running back room with Travion Henderson coming back. Their defensive line looks fantastic with JT Tuimolau and Tyleek Williams returning. And then Emeka Buka coming back at receiver. This team has taken some huge steps forward with the returnees and the guys they added in the portal. But they've solidified to me the best overall offseason out of any team this year. They have had the best offseason. And I'm not afraid to commit to it being January 21st. I'm not afraid to commit to saying that this is the second best team in college football going into 2024. Barring any crazy changes, anything happening, somebody else may be jumping ship. They have all of the necessary pieces to finish and end up in the national title game. That shouldn't be a hot take. That shouldn't be crazy to say. Because Caleb Downs is that good of a football player. He is that physically gifted and talented of a football player going into his true sophomore season. They're going to be impossible to run against, and they're going to be impossible to throw against. This I'm team is elite. Gonna, I'm not going to go there. They returned one of the top
0: corners in Denzel Burke. He's coming back, too. Yeah, but to say that they can't be run on is completely horseman. Most, most of their defensive
1: line is coming back, and they had a lot of – really talented defensive linemen.
0: Well, Joe, in critical times, they got run on. There's a lot of teams in college football that are returning offensive linemen, though. Yeah,
1: I understand that.
0: Like, there's not, like, uh, no, what you mean is they have it, maybe Michigan won't, you know, will have some struggles, but there's a, Joe, I can name three teams in the SEC right now that were returning four of their five offensive lines. I
1: I mean, I think that Ohio State has a top three defensive
0: line going into next year. Okay. But, uh, sounds, I mean, it's not – a- I don't disagree, but I also, even this year, saw those dudes get run on. Okay, like let's not completely mistake it. Now, we talked about – so let, let's talk about this as a whole. I think that they've had a bed, the best offseason in the portal, and I think – and Joe, we talked about this on Friday in our clip segment – I think the addition of Bill O'Brien is bigger a bigger deal and a bigger pickup than people are allowing it to be. I, I kind of went on a little bit of a tangent when it came to Bill O'Brien.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? Mainly due to the fact that both, uh, both years that he's at Alabama, his team scored over 40 points. I'm sorry you lost four games in those two years. But here's the truth. You averaged 43 and a half points in those four losses. Joe, 43 and a half points in those losses. That's with even scoring to get like the lowest, I think, was LSU at 31. Maybe. Um, maybe you can throw in the national title game. Okay, whatever. But they were still scoring a crap load of points. My, my, my point here is this. From a player standpoint, okay, number one, I agree. Caleb Downs is arguably one of, if not the best player, uh in the transfer world this year, even more than I believe than Walter Nolan. You got a great running back. And I do think that you have the best running back duo in the country when it comes to having Jukins and say uh, Juckins and uh Henderson. But I've still seen you in the bigger performing games. And Will Howard being a big addition. I, I want to see how all that works together too, right? Like y- they are adding a lot of pieces. I got to see how it works. Now adding Julian saying is a big deal, but Joe, what did I tell you in pre in pre-show production? Are we a thousand percent sure that this kid goes to Ohio state and beats out Aaron Nolan? I, I'm not a hundred percent sure of that. It's, it's not a lock, but I would expect he's probably okay. going,
1: going to win that job.
0: Don't completely disagree, but he's going to have to go in there and battle. They've had a great offseason. I don't necessarily disagree with you putting them in the top three, top two. I, I, I just – wait, I,
1: so to, to, to expound upon that, I I just can't think of who firmly is, okay, this team's better than Ohio State. Georgia's the only one that I can sit here and do that for because they've got a better quarterback and a, and a guy who's already been there last year that did some really good things. They have to deserve to get the leg up. On Ohio State because they have their quarterback situation and we know how good Carson Beck is and we get made fun of for glazing him as much as we do but who else like is it is it Texas you know is it Oregon I I think that those teams have have a couple of holes and inconsistencies especially in big games that I can't commit to that
0: Ohio State doesn't well Ohio because State, when they've had the their best is, rosters,
1: have played well in the big games. They, their roster has not been good and has not been as good as this. before
0: I, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. But Joe, let me, let me, let me throw this your way. If this were anybody else besides Ohio State, that were losing losing these big games. What would you say? Because it, it, it's funny that we make it's funny that we make this argument. Okay, we make the argument about Dan Lanning, or we make the argument about this coach or that coach. Okay, well, they're not winning the big games. All right, well, neither is Ryan Day completely. I mean, look, I don't mean this in a wrong way. He's one fourth down conversion away against Notre Dame from not winning that one on the road. Okay, Okay. against, and I'm, look, please don't take this the wrong way. Let's just call it against a nine and three team, right? Like they don't really have a lot of business because of how, the, the, Notre Dame just doesn't have any business hanging around with them with the dudes that they have now because of the simple fact that i think that Notre Dame has closed the gap from a talent perspective okay i'm with you there joe i i i got you that they they added some good pieces i think their defensive defensive front is really good but i see and we'll get to elks here in just a minute they're not the death star I, they've added a lot of good pieces. But there is one team that I think that you you you're leaving out here on who who else has gained a lot of dudes in the portal. That's Ole Miss. My okay, here's I, my I think here's the here. bottom. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give you something here. Your front 22. I think that I really believe that you could say Georgian Ole Miss from a just pure talent perspective is better than Ohio State. I I I think Georgia
1: is. I don't think that Ole Miss is like without a without a doubt better than Ohio State. I think they're I very without, close. I didn't
0: say without a doubt. I know, I know but I think, that, I, think they're very, I think they're very very close. Joe, are you? Are you a thousand percent sure? Have you like how closely have you looked at it? What receiving core are you taking? Uh, Ohio State's. Okay, how far of a gap do you think that it is? Because if you think it's a massive gap, you might want to go back and look for a minute. It's not I, I don't, as massive don't as, think... uh, of a gap yep. as people think. So the biggest strength can... from Ohio State, okay, okay, I think Jackson Dart's a better quarterback than Will Howard is. Oh, I, I, abs- I, and I, I've
1: said this. I've been a, a, a massive champion of, of Jackson Dart, and I believe that going into next year, he's not going to get the proper recognition for how good of a football player he is. I completely agree with that. I think that he's a top – top five quarterback in 2024 in college football but like if i'm comparing these two rosters ohio state yes uh, oldness is a better defensive line because of all the guys that they added so my point is
0: my point is
1: ohio state's secondary is better their linebackers I'll, I'll get, are better get, i'm not arguing that their receivers are better and their offensive line is better
0: i'm not gonna go there Ohio,
1: not, Ohio State, okay. Ohio State's offensive line was inconsistent last year. I also, but,
0: but that whole line's coming back. So is Ole Miss's. and they're adding, they're adding a left tackle, Joe. There's a difference in pushing and and not being able to push a team around like a Michigan. When I when I saw Ole Miss, Joe, they they basically did the same thing to Georgia. It was basically the same wait, game. Wait. How much of a when we if we let's compare those two games because
1: Ohio State, the way that they played against Michigan and, and the way that Ole Miss played against Georgia, those are two comparable opponents. Okay. They both could have won the national championship this year based on just like forget that for a second. Ole Miss got their ass kicked, okay, by the, the they couldn't run the football against Georgia at all. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State found success running the ball at times, not not consistently. But they still played a lot closer against Michigan than Old Miss did against Georgia. Ohio State
0: last year. Definitely in the oh, definitely in the second half. Yes. Georgia turned my, it on in the second half.
1: My whole point is, is I don't disagree that Old Miss's portal hall it, like that's an amazing portal hall. They added a lot of really good players. But Ohio State was three quarters of the way there to being an elite team. They had inconsistency. A quarterback. I don't like that word, elite. I mean, they're this. This is an elite team going into 2024. It's I'm not, not afraid elite. to say it.
0: They've never played. A, they haven't played a game. How can you call a team elite? I've watched enough play? of these. I've, I've watched enough of these kids play, though,
1: that I know that they're going to be elite.
0: What, what do you? I, I don't
1: need to. I don't need to have watched them to know. Joe, that.
0: you you said you you told me in 2021 that defense for Georgia was elite. Did they you not? Yes. Yeah. They still had a loss. They didn't lose. Oh, so you the can't say a team's elite in college football with a loss. L- they lost because of injury. No, they did not. What injury?
1: George, George's, George's, they were missing linebacker. Jamon Dumas Johnson.
0: We already broke this game I'm down. Know we 2021. Did... Don't Wait. use that word elite around me, man. 2021. Yeah. We, when sh- we weren't doing the show wins.
1: in 2021. You and I went in. Yeah, we, we were doing Saturdays. That was 2020. 2020- that was
0: 2022. Points. To I, I wasn't even an employee, believe, in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think Ohio State, okay. I think Ohio State has had, has tremendously upgraded everywhere. I think that they're going to win the Big Ten, right? Like, I, I 100% believe that they'll win the Big Ten. I, I'm just really interested to see... It's kind of like, hey, man, you've kind of fall flat on your face a little bit to some extent over the last couple of years on not winning the big game. Joe, why can I Why can I not say that I need to see them do it? You can have all the – There's portal, nothing wrong with that. You can have all the that. portal hall that you want. You get to bring in some of the best players. But, Joe, it, it, it's not as if that they had bad players when they played for the national title in 2020. No. No. I, 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 and, here, and here's another thing. Here's another thing. Did did you see what C.J. Stroud did last yesterday? Okay, obviously Will Howard's not C.J. Stroud. Please God, please God, just answer for once. Say yes, yes. No. yes. Okay, yes. Did you see what C.J. Stroud did? Yes. So they had elite talent with C.J. Stroud a year ago.
1: They didn't have the running back room. They didn't have the defensive line. So- and they didn't have the well, secondary that they have going into twenty twenty four. Can I tell you something?
0: Screw right. your running back room.
1: Because what well, we talk? On.
0: We talked about hold okay. On. Wait, wait. Hold Who won the national
1: championship this year? It was Michigan on. with the best running back duo in college hold football. On. Hold on. You literally spent a whole episode praising the the, the building a strong defense with a good run can game.
0: You screw your running game. Screw your running back room. When. You have an elite quarter college quarterback like CJ Stroud. Are you going to are you going to sit here and tell me that you can have a quarterback like CJ Stroud? What about their running back room, Mr. Blake? It's so goddamn stupid. We're talking about 2024. That was 2022. I'm talking about this team going into next year. That doesn't make any sense. I need to see them play and win in big games. When you have talent in quarterbacks like C.J. Stroud and you fall flat on your face because you're running. Sometimes the teams with the best quarterbacks don't don't win. James Daniels lost three three games. Sometimes the teams with the best
1: quarterbacks are the ones that win national titles. JJ McCarthy sucked and they won
0: a national title with him. Joe, again, what I said was. Which you're completely missing over your beautiful, perfect little hair here, okay, is they have listening. lost their big games. They have lost to big time opponents when it mattered. Joe, I'm old enough to remember when a Missouri team went into a cotton bowl, and literally in the fourth quarter, we're clapping those buckeye cheeks up and down the field. And if they get a stop, they could legitimately get the ball back. All I am saying is I have seen a quarterback who is the rookie of the year in the NFL. Am I wrong? Yes. And you blew it. You blew it. He hit, Joe, they were running that a, doesn't have anything to do, a it? national title under Ryan Day. They have had really good additions, really good additions. I'm not taking it away from them, but the bottom line is until they start winning big games, why can I not say that you got to win them before I'm going to crown your silly ass? Just That's because the- Ryan Day uses just for men on his beard doesn't mean that he's going to get better in big time games. That I, that is completely understandable
1: to say but their roster has never been this well-rounded against Ryan Day, or uh, under and Ryan Day. And I
0: asked you the question, what were they like when they almost
1: beat Georgia? They weren't as well-rounded, and they had a better quarterback. But as we learned this year, and we've learned over the past couple of years, the best quarterback does not always win a national title. If anything, more often than not, they do not win a national title. I would take a more well-rounded Elite defense, and here's the biggest, most important part here. Ohio State understands the window that they have right now. They have the capability with Michigan, with suspensions looming, punishments looming, with Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL, their starting quarterback leaving, all the roster turnover, all of that shit. With all of that happening, they understand if they spend the money now and they bring in these kids – that they're going to win the Big Ten in 2024. There's not a team that can compete with them right now, except maybe Oregon, and they're going to go to the playoff, and they can be good enough to go on a run in the playoff and reach the national national title game. This roster is well-rounded
0: enough. It's interesting. Joe, guess who has the most NFL draft picks uh, in the last three years? And I can go five because I pulled up
1: five. Okay. They lost... Two two years ago, they lost to Michigan. Why did they lose to Michigan? It was because their defensive line was not good enough. Fair,
0: fair. There's okay. always been a question. to tell them back. But you're what I don't think you're comprehending on what I'm trying to get at here. No, okay? I understand what you're saying. I just don't think it's a good argument. It's a great argument for me to say that if you do, if you have failed in big games, that it, I gotta see, I gotta see you go ahead and and win a big one. I don't think that it's unfair for me to say, look, you brought That's in a, re- a lot of good talent, okay? A lot of good talent. I, I can't. I think you brought in a really good coordinator. But I think Ryan Day has a cloud over him, and why I think let, – let, let's get back on a little bit of track here. Okay. Why I think that there's a little bit of – and by the way, you lost. Um,
1: <laughs> Not true. I, the, my, the Ohio State fans are going to side with me. The, by the way, by the well, way, I think you're concerned sorry, over – the, uh, by the way, just to throw this in there before you finish, your concern over big games applies more to Lane Kiffin, who we just talked about as being. No, I
0: now. no, I'm talking about Ryan Day. I wasn't talking about Lane Kiffin. I, have, have I brought up? No, Lane I, Kiffin?
1: No, but you're saying that
0: you haven't seen Ryan Day get the big. Wins I literally said the same thing him. about Lane Kiffin during the season. It's literally, literally, we talked okay. about this. It was a whole segment. The thing could be brought about? up with Sark,
1: too. I mean, all these coaches that are vying for the second spot. Dan Lanning could also be brought up. All of these
0: teams vying for the second spot have and not won And what did, we, and big what did we say about all those teams? What did we say about Texas? What, what was literally, Joe, I play this every week. We're back. Okay. And what did I say? They're going to have to win it to show me that even coach and team are back. And okay. literally the same night came out here and said they aren't. My, my point, my point is, I, I think from an on-field talent coaching perspective, yes, they can be top two, but I don't, I do, I don't think it's fair yet to crown them something when they've had struggles in those big games because they have had a lot of good talent on a lot of teams. So let me give you an example. Like, people don't remember, like, Pete Warner. Like, Pete Warner was a really good backer. Okay. Gets completely overlooked. You know why? Because he's trailing Devontae Smith in a national title game. I've seen game plans from Ryan Day that have fallen flat on their face, flat on their face. So you can have all the talent talent in the world. Joe, on a roster-to-roster basis, does Texas have more talent than Washington? Yeah, they did. Okay, that's my point. Like, let me ask you another question. Talent in, talent out basis. Does Michigan have more talent than everybody in the country? No. Wait, say that last part again? Michigan does not have more talent than anybody in the country, but yet they still won a national title. Just because you're bringing all that in doesn't mean that I don't have to see you win it. You, I can turn your argument against you. Georgia did it with a quarterback named Stetson Bennett, but they were surrounded. Joe, they had 15 draft picks. Are you about how
1: are you turning your argument? If anything that supports my argument, my whole argument. No, it doesn't. You know, my whole argument here. Wait, my whole argument here is that. What has held back Ryan Day is that at times there have been deficiencies and issues with their roster. There has been at least one position group that has held them back, that has hindered them, that has hurt them. You mean like their offensive line that was played inconsistent? It did play inconsistent last year, but oh, offensive line the, is the, the position. It's
0: going to run through if the offensive line plays consistent, inconsistent.
1: Offensive line is a position group that time tends to help with their development as guys add more weight, as they get stronger, cohesion is important. Bringing back most of the same guys is critically important. I just think that this is the most talented roster that he has had based on all the guys that are coming in, that Ameka Buka comes back, that Jeremiah Smith could be uh, one of the best freshman receivers in the country, that they have the best running back duo. I just look at every single position group, and I see them being in, except for quarterback, top five, in all of in every single position, so they're that like I, that I really every year. Hear. They're not though. They're not because last year we saw we saw inconsistencies with them, and it came a lot from Kyle McCord. So them being really low down in their quarterback room hurt them. It held them back. I we're not going to agree on this. No, I mean we're not
0: because again, you told you told me okay. That you that their whole defensive line's coming back. Here's my last point. You Most ready? Of Most of it. Did or did not Missouri run for 200 yards in a cotton ball?
1: Did or did not Missouri play against a third string quarterback who's a freshman? Don't care. Their defense was on the field the whole game. How many points did Missouri score?
0: 14. But the other one scored okay. three. My, my point is. Is you're saying that this defense is supposed to be elite? They are not elite. They've been pushing around. They were on Some the
1: they were on the field the whole game in the Cotton Bowl. They were on the field the entire game. Of course, that eventually, when they constantly they weren't moving the ball for the first three quarters
0: at all. They were moving the ball at all, Missouri,
1: and it it just so happened by the end of the game because they were just punching them in the mouth over well, they and over were again.
0: Fledged against Notre Dame, and they still ran for a one eighty. Because it's all Notre Dame could do. No, they couldn't do anything else. So you mean teams that have really good rushing attacks can just run the ball on them? Because I look at Michigan, wins 30 to 24. I look at those team stats. Oh, wait, they run for over 150. My point is, is that, yes, I agree with you that they have talent, but there are deficiencies in areas that you're giving credit for. Uh, I understand that those things held them back,
1: but players who are full-time starters can get better.
0: Two Super Chats from Elks. The Death Star has been activated in Columbus. UGA fans are pissed they missed on downs, and now saying air battle is going to be insane. Thank you for the Super Chat. I agree with all of that. Uh, With a $2 Super Chat, says, this is day's most talented team since 2019. Who won that national title that year? 2019 they won the national title? No, who won the national title in 2019? I mean, Uh, all you got to do is look at my home field apparel shirt.
1: Oh, wait, it was, it was Wait, No, no, no. That's technically
0: 2020.
1: Yeah. Are we counting the...
0: No, it's the 2019 season.
1: Okay. Okay, because the first thing that shows up is that Clemson beat down on Alabama and they 144 won 44-16. No, Ohio State
0: got beat, got beat down by Clemson, and Clemson wasn't more talented than Ohio State that year with a sophomore, Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Caleb Downs, Joe transfers to Ohio State now let's talk about some of the players that are going there individually your thoughts on Downs going to Ohio State yeah I think that the fact and this
1: is something that necessarily hasn't totally been brought up but Latham Ransom's coming back so that we now have this we talked about Malachi Starks and and Caleb Downs playing next to each other because we really thought that he was going to end up at Georgia him playing against Latham Ransom I think that their skill sets are going to play off of each other tremendously. I think Ransom's a little bit more big body, he's going to play down in the box a little bit more and Caleb Downs is sideline to sideline athletic. Um he's very very versatile. I just think that this is such a critical additional piece especially to be playing alongside De- uh, Denzel Burke who is would have been a first round corner this past this upcoming draft. Him coming back all of those secondary pieces the Big Ten's not going to be able to throw on them because they don't have very good quarterbacks in the Big Ten. But this is a group that they need to match up with a Texas or an old Miss if they go on to play in, in the college football playoff.
0: I, I, I think he – Joe, I think you could make the argument um, that he's one of the best just college football players in general. I, I, I think that Caleb Downs showed last year. Now, look, I think that he – Showed some weaknesses, Joe, when he had to go man v man. Okay, against a really good receiver, I think that's a little bit to be expected for a safety. Okay, but look, man, he will come down the box and he will light you up. He can cover in space. Look, we saw him have some really good plays against what I think. And correct me if I'm wrong here. Is your number one wide receiver coming in the out of the NFL? Or number two uh, wide receiver coming out in the NFL draft, uh, and Malik Neighbors. Uh, as an example, yeah, he's my number. He's number
1: two. He's, no, he's, yeah, no, because, he's number two.
0: Right. I did. I was, you know, whatever you were, I, you I, were
1: projecting, I, you were
0: projecting your own analysis
1: onto mine. I was projecting. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, b- bottom line is Joe, he's one of the most complete safeties, complete DBs. I, I really do think it's crazy and it, it brings up a point of, of this. Okay. It, it, it Ohio State shook the the college football landscape on Friday. Joe, I looked at my phone, and, and I think I texted you this, and we were kind of both like, holy crap that they pulled this off. He just adds another massive dynamic to their defense because you can do so many things with him, whether in coverage, whether playing down the box against the run, even sending him on blitzes. He was pro- arguably the best, one of the best freshmen, if not the best freshman in the country last year. Uh, it's just a massive addition because there's, he's so versatile. He can do th- the three things that you need a safety to can do. He can tackle in space. He can cover in space. Yep, so many great things he can do. Joe, the only thing the uh, and, and look, the only thing that I will say about Caleb Downs that I that teams got him on consistently throughout the year. We saw LSU do it. We, we saw one time Michigan do it, I think, right there at the end of the game to score. He's going to have to get better at not being too overly aggressive, right? Like, we saw yeah. some of those double moves. Now, look, how nitpicky can I be? You know, right, like, right, I, right. I mean, that's me being so nitpicky that, hey, a first-round wide receiver got one off on him. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I mean, like. I'm, I'm being so nitpicky
1: well and also too not to cut you off yeah, also too though that like that's a trait that i would like to have from a young defensive I, because I, agree. I can reel
0: i can reel that in like if that's his Especially biggest from issue, that position too yeah because it's not like joe that he's gonna be facing well maybe he could with the new landscape Washington and oregon but he's he he's playing in a league that is not as high flying as what he just saw a year ago. Right, mm-hmm. he's not going to face an offense this upcoming year like he saw against Jane Daniels and LSU. It, it, it's yeah, like not going to happen. Oh, well, yeah, nothing like LSU. But like the best that he'll probably see, like
1: receiver wise, is probably Penn State. Maybe,
0: maybe I don't even know if they Yikes. play Oregon. Or I, I mean, dude, he and look, he led their team in tackles. Joe, I mean, didn't he have over a hundred tackles? I, I mean, the dude was just a freak and is a freak. They don't play Oregon. Oh, no, they do
1: play Oregon, so Oregon Oregon. probably will be.
0: Yeah, so look, a freak of nature. uh, Here's what I was going to end it with, though, Joe. I'm not saying Ohio State and Ryan Day are desperate, but they are putting their money where their mouth is. I don't
1: like the word desperate for this, but I'm more so as I said like a couple minutes ago.
0: it's a bad word.
1: What's a better word? They, they they're still- ad they understand their 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 situation, and they understand that like it, it's like when you have a re- when you're playing poker, and you know you you keep losing hands to to your one buddy, and then you finally realize that he's full of shit, and you've got a really good I hand. I got to start just-
0: cheating to win. <laughs> Hey, man if you're
1: good at poker you know how to cheat no i'm just kidding uh you push all your chips in on the, in the middle of the table and you say you know what if you really think that you're better than me and you're going to beat me this hand i'm going to beat i'm going to beat you this time i'm confident in myself and i'm confident in this roster that if we put enough of a financial commitment to this we're going to get where we need to be so uh, again i'm very excited and i love that that Caleb Downs is going to be a part of this uh, this buckeye secondary
0: Ryan Day may mention that it, it takes about thirteen million dollars a year to maintain his roster. What do you think that they, it's going to take now? Maybe fifteen. Shit. Because
1: I mean, think about it. There's going to be a lot of kids that are on the team that are now going to be, you know, looking for
0: next cycle. Are
1: going to be like, hey, where the hell is my bread?
0: Right. Uh, look, man. I, maybe desperation. Joe is a bad word. I, I would just say it feels like they know that they got to start taking some things back over and they got to spend the money to do it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, let's get to the other player that they had. Julian Sane, okay, was the number one quarterback in the country coming out. Georgia, Alabama, LSU, not really LSU. I mean, this was a Bama thing the, the entire time. But look, Nick Saban retires. He goes into the portal. They will not let him out, let him out of his LOI. Or, 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 or NLI, I should say, the National Letter of Intent. Uh, so he, he he goes into the portal and is going to um, be a Buckeye. I think it's going to be one hell of a battle between him and Aaron Nolan. What a hell mm-hmm. of a battle that that's going to be. Um, thoughts on Julian Sane now also being a Buckeye?
1: First of all, slimy as hell by De DeBoer not letting these guys out of their NLIs when is you it, didn't recruit them. Is it? it I, I don't think that's totally fair. I mean, like – those kids those kids were recruited and given certain promises by members of the Alabama coaching staff which that none has, of them are that's coming not on back on
0: him though that was on saban
1: saban didn't know he was retiring for sure he didn't know for he probably had
0: an income thought of in, it that man bought a house in florida in july and you mean to tell me that he didn't know that he was that's thinking about that, retiring that's that's fair i don't i just don't love
1: that he has to waste you know, uh, now well, there's way got, more poor He's got moves. 77
0: of them. I mean, hell.
1: Right, yeah. He can probably transfer as many times <laughs> as he wants uh, by the time he does decide to transfer. I understand this strategy. Aaron Nolan has apparently said that he does not intend to transfer and he's going to stay where he's at. Um, I kind of like the strategy, and I remember listening to a recruiting show that was talking about this where before um, we saw... Rayola transfer or, or not transfer changes decision in Nebraska. They were talking about this decision by Georgia to bring in two elite quarterbacks with the thought of if one of these kids beats the other out, the other one just transfers and they'll get an opportunity to start somewhere big and it's not going to hurt the kid. And it's only good for the roster. It's good for the competition. They don't end up in a bad situation. we saw this past year that Ohio state had two guys competing and they weren't really good enough. And the third guy down, we watched him play in the Cotton Bowl, and he also wasn't good enough. So to know now that Ohio State has a future, that they've got two players from the same class, and then they're in contention, I think, for one of the top guys in the 2025 class, that there is a line of succession to be coming in, that there is a bright future for the eventual winner. I will say, though, this could hurt Ryan Day, on the recruiting trail, because I'm willing to bet that a lot of recruits or a lot of coaches that are recruiting kids are, they're to gonna play quarterback
0: recruit this. situation. Yeah, they're
1: going to say, 100%. "You really want to trust him? He's not going to just find another kid, and you're going to you're going to have to transfer out. or you really want to deal with that, son? That that's going to get brought up. So I think Ryan Ryan Day's got to be a little careful with that.
0: I agree with that, but I do think that this is a little bit of a different beast here, because I mean, what is Ryan Day supposed to do? That's a good point. To, I mean if Julian Sain picked up the phone, Joe, and said, I want to come to Notre Dame, you mean to tell me that you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't want him? I mean, I'd take him, but like we've already,
1: oh. we've already got a guy. We've already got a guy. I CJ Carr is already coming. I don't know. I just I don't know if i He's gonna transfer to Michigan.
0: I'm gonna keep saying that until it happens. Um look, I think Julian Sain going there, okay. Look, he is not – Joe, there are specific schools in the country that you can go to, okay? Let's call them who they have been in the past, all right, that have the personnel and weapons historically that are unreal, okay? I'll throw Georgia in there because I think Georgia just produces an unreal amount of talent, all right? Alabama, okay, like the dudes, Joe, that historically Nick Saban has put into the league for the wide receiver position has been utterly insane. LSU, okay, look, I mean, look at the two freak of natures that they had just this year alone, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and obviously Ohio State. Joe, he's going to be throwing the trees. I, I mean, there's a number one wide receiver in the country Jerm- one number one player in the country that you have the ability to, to throw to. And look at the dudes that he has on the outside. I just think it's a great business decision by Julian Sain. I think he's going to be alongside two really good offensive minds and Ryan Day and Bill O'Brien. It's a no-brainer. It, it, it really, to me, Joe, when when I heard Julian Sain to Ohio State, it, 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 I, I just thought, like, man, what a great business decision. The the other part of this too, just to round
1: out this um, this thought. I mean, we just saw a kid playing the college football playoff who kind of did the same thing. Not, not the same thing totally, but it was at Ohio State. You're talking about coin Ewers. I'm talking about coin Ewers. He was at Ohio State, wasn't totally feeling it, and left and went to, to Texas. And now he's starting. Julian Sain doesn't get on the field and say or Nolan beats him out. He is going to have enough notoriety and name recognition to end somewhere else.
0: Oh, he, 100% he agree. But here's the question. And I'm I'm just going to throw this out there. I think he'd be in a different. He's going to be in a different situation than him, than, than yours was, Joe. Because number one, he's not reclassifying to come out and do this. But you know what? The yeah. biggest thing for me is too. I think Julian you your number two quarterback. <laughs> um, who is? it? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean it should be. Devin Brown. God bless him. Devin Brown is cheeks.
1: Yeah, I, no, we've I mean, watched him
0: stink enough. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Good he's not good. Julian Sane might be their number two quarterback and could succeed Will Howard. So Air Nolan, you know, can – look, I, I, you know how I feel about Aaron Nolan, right? Like you 100% agree. But you know what's funny? I saw a guy – you know, it would be kind of crazy if him and and uh, 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 if Aaron Nolan went to Alabama because I've seen Kalen DeBoer absolutely r- just go nuts with, with a left and a I don't know if the lefty thing. I I also think it'd be kind of fun
1: if he went to Oregon just because of the you know the his name's Air Air and yeah
0: that would be cool. Get him a a uh, Jordan deal. (laughs) I I, I just don't think if you're Ryan Day you can turn the kid down at all at all. All right, Caden Proctor to the to Iowa. Let's do this, Joe. Let's talk about our good friends over at Homefield Apparel. We'll talk a little bit about that tampering. I do think that we have to bring up not my saying. Obviously, he was on video uh saying some stuff and then two of the big premier guys at Arizona not going anywhere we'll talk about that too but let's talk about our good friends over at Homefield Apparel let's not go anywhere we'll we'll, we'll talk about that uh next
1: Rafino and joe show is brought to you by Homefield Apparel which is the best without a doubt premium collegiate apparel brand that is out there. They have over 150 different colleges that you can choose from, whether you're an Illinois fan or a Rutgers fan, maybe you're an LSU fan like Blake, or maybe you're an Alabama fan, whatever it is, even Idaho. They have so many different designs for so many different football programs that I can guarantee you're going to find some great stuff to help root for your favorite team. I've already gotten my Notre Dame stuff. Blake has his LSU stuff. Make sure you head on over to homefieldapparel.com to check out your team's collection of clothing apparel that they have on the website. And when you do so, when you check out, make sure you use promo code Rafino Joe to get 15% off your order. That is R U F F I N O Rafino Joe. Head on over to homefieldapparel.com and get your college gear today.
0: I'm actually wearing my home-field apparel shirt. I'd never leave home without it. Um, just throwing that out there. Use that promo code Joe on your next checkout. Joe, very quickly, before we start wrapping some things up here, I think this is going to be a big topic of conversation. i, I, I got to mention something about this, too. Kane Proctor, who was the big-time Alabama left tackle um, from Iowa at, at signing day around the same week, flip, go goes to Alabama instead of Iowa, Goes into the portal now that Nick Saban has retired from Alabama and is going back home to Iowa. Okay, cool. I mean, don't think it's a smart business move. I know that that's home. All right? I, who knows what they're doing on the offensive side of the football? Who knows? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that they they even know. I think it, quite honestly and arguably, Joe, is a bad move for him. Personally. That's how I feel. I, I actually disagree. Well, I do think that they put up a lot of good offensive linemen. I think that there's a a peak that he can get to, okay? Like, meaning you don't see Iowa offensive linemen in the first round, mainly who? Tristan Wirfs and Tyler Linderbaum in the past five years. Wirfs is a different beast. He's got a lot of similarities between them athletically. But their offense wasn't this bad, though. Uh, Dude, their offense has been pretty booty – the, the <laughs> when worse was there was their offense this
1: bad no it wasn't so okay, okay. Not, all right I don't Hold. I don't I don't think just to, I just want I just would like to add this and I don't mean to cut you off I don't think this is a bad move for him because they've developed a lot of good offensive linemen got a, a lot of good tight ends and they've got one of the best strength and conditioning programs in the Big Ten and in the country that nobody talks
0: about because they're all white boys hitting the steroids
1: that's got nothing to do with it.
0: I just think it's Joe. How bad they've been, okay, is why it's a bad move. He's he not can a go anywhere else. That, huh? He's not a quarterback. No, who's their OC?
1: We don't know. It's January twenty-first. Does, it, does their OC impact? He's not yes. going to win a national title. He's good. Does do you think that that's going to impact his development as an offensive lineman? Joe, I've seen.
0: Brian Ferentz get promoted. Nobody is taking the job. We're January the 21st. I'm trying to double
1: check that. Yeah, yeah, please go ahead and double check. Cause no, I'm, I'm double checking the, the George Barnett, who's the offensive line coach, how long he's been there.
0: Oh, he's been there a while. Yeah. George Barnett, but Brian is, Ferentz was the one that, you know, a lot of people, can we get to the point? Yes. Clip all this shit out before, because I, clip all this other shit. Okay. Caden Proctor is on his way back home to Iowa. Regardless if we believe Joe, it's a good fit or not a good fit. He's going back home. Good for the kid. Um, can we talk about the elephant in the room? Pun intended. Yeah, go ahead. Caden Proctor was on an interview with some TV station in Iowa, probably the only TV station in Iowa, and basically, I'm just gonna say what it what it is that Iowa was tampering with him in the middle of the season. I,
1: I don't, I don't think, I really don't think that that. I I think that yes, by definition of the rules, yes, communicating with a player on another roster is it is tampering but the kid's from Iowa he was committed to Iowa for a very long time and he developed close relationships with members of this coaching staff kid was struggling early they didn't reach out to him and say hey man if you got sick of being there come on over to from alabama come on over to iowa that was not what was ha- what was happening they just reached out to him gave him some words of encouragement that was it and now that he entered the portal it occurs to him I should probably go where they support me they supported me this whole time that was why I was committed to, to them originally. That was why I didn't consider any other school. And the only reason why I picked Alabama in the first place was probably maybe wanted to play for Saban. He wanted a chance at that, a chance at a national title. Got his taste of it. Now he's going to go back home. I, I don't <laughs> think that this is going to negatively impact him at all. And it, sure, if you want to call it tampering, go for it. But like, what is this, how does this hurt the, the
0: the college football world? It doesn't. Okay, well then don't with the kid and be encouraging about, to okay him. well then don't tell me anything about Nil and the portal ever again don't 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 because let me tell you let me tell you what it tell let me tell you what it shows can I tell you what it shows that what? coaches administrators presidents Congress all of them say that how much they hate the portal in Nil do they not yeah you know what I call <laughs> I smell a big old case of bullshit. They love this because they're able to improve their roster. Joe, it's never more important to finish second in a kid's recruiting cycle than ever before. I yeah. Joe, they knew exact when they sent the text to him and saying, "Hey man, we know you're struggling in the SEC. We know that Alabama fans are t- telling you that you need to quit football and that you suck. That's plain in the seed that you're welcome home here. You you can't be a coach and go out there and say, hey, man, Alabama people hate you. You know where people don't hate you? Iowa. Well, the ir- part of the irony, and I'm not saying your statement is
1: ironic, but the irony of the situation is that Iowa fans were not – exactly thrilled that he changed his mind last last second they were not very receptive to it so it's not like he's going back to a fan base that was very pleasant to him I I don't think the fans really play into this at all you know I I just I just don't this shouldn't fit in the definition of tampering like just forget the word for a second is it such a malicious act to let an eighteen-year-old know that he's he's gonna you know things are gonna work out? Like, is that so wrong to do? No, because it's clearly no. It's not.
0: Was doing like, it. You know, and I know that that's not what really is why they're having the conversation, though, Joe. Let's cut. Let's cut the. Bu- let's cut the BS. If you're telling the kid, hey, we everything's, at- everything's negative. Joe, if you're at work and and I work for another company. And I keep texting you, and we're just friends. And I just keep telling you, "Hey, man, I hear at your current company they're always talking shit about you, and they hate you, and everybody around there hate you. You know, you know, you all. If you want to make the move, you always have a place here, Joe. Regardless of how you you view it, okay? I'm sorry to tell you, buddy, that's what we call a good old fashioned tampering." I understand where you're coming from. You're trying to take the human side of it. And that's why – that's why – I'm just going to be real with you. And you're probably – you know, people are going to probably laugh at us. It's why I love you as a human being because you're always looking at the human element of things. But, (laughs) Joe, you really think that they're reaching out to him because they like the kid?
1: Okay. I'm sure that there obviously was some hope that he would change his mind and want to come back to Iowa. But I – he was committed to Iowa for a very long time. He's from the state. He is the biggest recruit to come out of the state in a very long time, maybe ever. I, I, he probably spent so much time around that that program and that in that facility in the in that coaching staff. I understand that probably spent more time in grand total than he did at the University of Alabama with that coaching staff.
0: All right, well just getting the elephant out of the room the pun intended um yeah. you uh, apparently you like the move of him going back to Iowa um
1: I would have hoped to have seen him at a more impactful program that is in the contention for a national title I, I agree but I don't think it hurts his development and I think that he's going to a school that's going to make him you know physically tough as shit, and he's gonna be a good athlete i
0: I, I think I, here's here's how I view it. Joe, just even as a former offensive lineman, yeah, you've put a lot of good, big-time offensive linemen into the NFL. So is a shitload of other places that can be competitive and talent, and where you can showcase your talent. Joe, I mean your team, <laughs> your Notre, team.
1: Notre Dame, Notre Dame doesn't need a tackle right now, so it doesn't that. that Joe, would they chance. have not
0: taken the kid?
1: I don't know if they would. I don't. I literally don't know where he would play on the on the offensive line. They'd have to oh, move him into guard. Then Charles let him, like, was
0: like the, then letting him was, play guard. My my point is, the kid wants to go home. Good on him. Look, we all want to go home. We all have the yearning for home. I, I don't. I don't hate him for that. But there is things that have to be discussed in reference to business decisions, Joe. Again they are the they are so bad on offense they're so bad on offense it can make really good players like him even that that Joe he might look better he could be he can become better but they're so bad on offense who's the wait 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 who's the
1: best rookie tight end this year sam laporta where did he go to school
0: iowa who threw him the why? Why is where it was so, he drafted? He was drafted why, in the second round. Why is it so shocking that Joe, for as, as an example, though? But th- I, I get. My point you, is, is that he doesn't need to be super productive and in a good offense
1: for him to succeed in the NFL.
0: I'm not. No, I'm not saying he's, that he's not a receiver, a quarterback. I'm not saying That's, that business okay. decision can be nil. It can be higher in the draft. Why does Sam Laporta fall to the second round? He wouldn't have been a first rounder, anyways. Titans don't get valued that high. Would he have gone above Kirkland that went to Buffalo or wasn't it Kirkland? Um
1: uh that went Kincaid. To Buffalo. King Kid. No, Kin- he wouldn't Kink- have. He was he was never in that conversation.
0: Joe, you mean to tell me if that kid were in an offense like LSU, Alabama, Georgia, wherever, that that kid wouldn't have worked himself into a first round pick? I I mean, I'm old enough to remember the kid from Oregon State, Musgrave, Musgrove, whatever his name from Oregon State went to the pack, went to the Packers. Okay. And they, and look at what, okay, how they looked offensive. M- Michael
1: Mayer was more productive than he was and went after him. <laughs> I don't know why you do this. <laughs> you just set me up <laughs> to say shit. <laughs> uh, should we talk about Fafita?
0: Noah Fafita and McMillan are staying home at Arizona. Joe, I got to admit, <laughs> wow. Wow. Big win for Arizona. <laughs> I, I did not think that Noah Fafita and McMillan were to stay with the Wildcats. But here we are. They both say that they're staying. um. Okay.
1: I think from the aspect of, it's nice because they're two of the first kids to say no. We're going to turn down any money and and stick where we're at because we want to finish where we started. Um, but that's not what college football is today. It's all about money and it's all about winning a national title and going to the playoff. This Arizona team's depleted. They just hired a, a coach that we thought was a very mediocre hire. They're not going to the playoff in twenty twenty four. I don't know what happens by 2025. <clears throat> they could have gone somewhere. They Fafita could have go, ended up at Auburn, and could have helped Auburn oh, like God. really be, be serious. Yeah, and we've gotten both paid. of them, both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, just from the perspective of I would have loved to have seen. I hate, and I mean, I get it's kind of in line with what you were just talking about here with Caden Proctor. I hate watching really good football players on, you know, slightly oh, above average God. teams. I I know. Just forget that for a second. Forget that for a second. No. I, it, How they're a quarterback. It's it's a quarterback and a receiver, not an offensive lineman. I would have loved. Yes, I w- I already said it. I would have loved if Caden Proctor ended up at Old Miss. I would have loved it. That would have been awesome to watch Old Miss have a really good damn you good me tackle. So
0: many migraines. It's it's but unbelievable. My children <laughs> who are four and one and a half don't give me more migraines than you do. They, it. They, no. they, they you don't. know
1: why it, you, you know why it's worth it <laughs>
0: uh, how can you say that about pro- all right never mind forget it um <laughs> such a, so hypocritical okay that's the point <laughs> i i think that good on them because it shows joe that look man there are some kids that will do the right thing Right? Like yeah th- maybe they are getting paid. Hell if I know. I-, I mean, really the hell if I know, but look, they they they're sticking with Arizona, they like Arizona, and look, it gives that new coaching staff time to to and build off something. I uh, another one, Joe, that I was just completely shocked about. I'm gonna throw this out there though. What happens in the spring when Noah Fafita says, Man, this shit ain't gonna work? McMillan says, man, this shit ain't going to work. Then what? I mean, that's a good point that there's still a possibility
1: that – There's still a possibility that
0: they can go in the portal. And I'm going to tell you something. I am not completely buying yet that they will be on Arizona's roster come this time come this time next year. Meaning, like, I don't think that they would have been on this past year's team. I'm not buying that yet. Because I, I do think that there's something to be said. Maybe they don't want to get in the portal window. Maybe they got to, you know, do some things academically. Noah fafita could start at a lot of schools okay in the country um but I do commend them for sticking it out when nobody else probably thought or thinks that they should have
1: yeah I'm in the same boat as you I, I'm I'm conflicted because it's you know it's nice to see somebody make this decision but at the same time again I would have I, I think it would be better for college football God it sounds so selfish saying that I feel so selfish saying it but I really don't give a shit. Uh, It'd be better for college football if I got to see them play on a more competitive roster because they're proven. They're both really good football players. Feels like a waste. Apparently Arizona fans exist because they weren't very happy about our evaluation of uh, Brennan. But (laughs) Blah. Yeah. They're not winning the Big 12 with, with Brent Brennan as their head coach.
0: Here, Cam Rising's back. Yeah, exactly the point here.
1: Utah's winning still, that division.
0: Utah's still going to find way to lose two games. I, I don't know. Dude. They they would need. I, they they would found need, ways to lose two games in the pack when
1: Clay Helton was the head coach. The injuries that they suffered this year were catastrophic. Like I don't think we uh, that we we've uh, we've seen that many
0: injuries for a team like that. That was horrible. But. Josh says that Bama people are are freaking out about every, all the players leaving. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I thought we already knew that. <laughs> yeah, we are. We already talked about that. You can catch the the uh, the clip. Show all right, Joe. It was a good one. You you made me work for this one on all your bad takes. It's gonna be one of our better
1: shows. I'm gonna the clips. Gonna be us yelling. I think for this week. Sounds good.
0: Thank you all for joining us. Don't forget Caffeine TV. Go over to Caffeine. Killing it over there. (laughs) Go make your, uh, go follow us on Caffeine TV. Until tomorrow, Joe, uh, it's been a good one. You guys have a great night. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace.